Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Trying to tell stories, trying to figure out the hows and the whys based on the visuals, I, I totally dig that. And so having this opportunity to think about that stuff, to noodle through some of that stuff and to do so in conversation with a good friend. I mean, it's, it's absolutely dreamy. And what a tricky business it is for a sighted person to describe to a blind person what some scenes are like. It's a very special art. And we'll be hearing a little bit about that today. We'll be speaking with J.J. Hunt, who is a fully sighted audio describer and storyteller, and Christine Malik, who's a totally blind but inquisitive person. And in their podcast, Talk Description to Me, every week he describes to her and to the entire audience what things look like that she and they may have heard about in the news that week. But first, for our tip of the week. This week, we have two guests, so we have two tips. The first is from Christine Malik. My tip is always say yes, as often as you can. And so it's a tip <laughs> of um, traveling. It's a tip of how to have a good trip when you're traveling. Say yes when you can. And I was giving someone a bit of mentoring on, on work the other day, and I realized that um, one of the reasons that I've had movement in the right direction in my career is that I just kept saying yes to things, even if I wasn't super excited about them. And that's how you end up making random connections or meeting people that you didn't know before, or finding out about that thing so that the next time it comes up, you go, oh, yeah, I was there at that. And and then you look like all, all you know, spiffy and <laughs> like you're up to date. So my advice is when you can say yes. And that's a great tip to work on opening doors rather than closing doors and have an open mind to mm -hmm. new things. And here's a separate tip from JJ Hunt. Well, since I'm a describer, let's go with a describer tip. Um, if you are describing something to someone who is blind or low vision, do your very best to move beyond saying how beautiful it is. Because this is, <laughs> this is, I think, such an annoyance for people. Like, oh, you know, you're standing in front of a sunset. What's it look like? Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's breathtaking. Like, yeah. you haven't actually told me anything. So move beyond the, the oohs and ahs and, uh, and just describe what you see. How true. That often gives no information at all when someone says it's beautiful. I don't know. You liked it when I told you I was beautiful. <gasps> oh. Well, that's just describing what you see right there. <laughs> yeah. 38 years later, he still thinks it's true. It's great. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Let's start by meeting Christine and JJ. We have two people with us today. Christine, can you start by introducing yourself? I sure can. Uh, my name is Christine Malik. I live in Toronto, Canada. I am an arts and culture consultant within the blind community in Toronto. So I do a lot of different things. Um, I, I run 
some programs for blind adults through the CNIB Foundation. I do some work with Accessible Media Incorporated, um, and I do other types of arts consulting. And um, most recently and most fun is the podcast that I co-host with JJ Hunt called Talk Description to Me. And less recently, we had you on the show because of another gig you were doing, waitressing at a Dining in the Dark restaurant. It's true. It's true. I think I stopped working there in 2012 or so. So it was a while ago. And uh, But I have to say, the memories live on. It was a fascinating experience. And I often, I often find myself telling anecdotes about it because so many interesting things happened there. And I found myself in absolutely unique situations that I had never been in before and probably will never uh, be in again. So it was, it was rich with experiences. And if that piqued anybody's interest, next week's episode will be an encore of that episode. So you can hear half an hour of what Christine had to say. So I gather in order to qualify for that position, you have a visual impairment. Yeah, I'm totally blind. So I had a, a little light perception and very short range vision when I was younger, and I'm now totally blind. And our other guest is JJ. Can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm JJ Hunt. I am a describer based here in Toronto. Uh, so I describe uh, movies and television and museums, live events, uh, all kinds of different things. And uh, again, uh, I get to host the Talk Description to Me podcast with Christine, which is uh, the highlight of every single week. How did you get into being a professional describer? So I actually went to theater school uh, back in the day and, uh, and, and thought maybe I'd, uh, you know, get into, uh, get into voice work. And so uh, while I was doing some voice work training and doing uh, and, and trying to get some practice behind the microphone, I was volunteering for a, a newspaper reading service. And while I was working there, volunteering there, I saw a sign on the wall that said, do you like this work? Want to get paid for it? And I said, yes, I do. And it was, uh, it was for narrating of uh, movies and television audio description. So that's how I got into it, through the narration side. And what I found was when I started narrating the AD scripts, I realized that my theater training set me up perfectly for writing them. I had a good sense of story. I understood the priorities in, in getting a story across to an audience. And so I transitioned from just the narration into being a writer narrator. And then from there, I got into live events. And from live events, I got into describing art and so on and so forth. And that's kind of how it's, it's carried forward for me. Wow, cool. Coincidentally, I also started as a volunteer at our local radio reading service. And one day the director came to me and said, you know, between you and Pete, you know a lot about blindness and access tools. Why don't you set up your own program, your own show? And that was 11 years ago. We're still doing the podcast and that radio reading service closed up shop. Oh. It's they're great things. I love the radio reading services. They're fantastic. It's a great way to share content. They've been around for, you know, some of them are still going. I, I'm not sure where uh, where Canada's is in that right now. The National Broadcast Reading Service, but you know, some of that stuff is now being done in podcast form, and some of it's some of it's being done in satellite radio and uh, you know uh, through online portals. But the idea of sharing that content, I think, is uh, is every bit as valid now uh, as it as it was. 20 years ago when I started. 
Well, because people want to receive content in all different formats. Absolutely. That's one that's been popular and still is with many people. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is JJ and Christine's podcast, Talk Description to Me. Well, as you guys mentioned in the introduction, we are mostly going to talk about your podcast, Talk Description to Me, which has been going on for some time, but to which I was recently introduced. Can you give us a quick summary of what the podcast is all about? Sure, I can do that. Um, It's a way to fill in the gaps in news coverage. And it's something that started with COVID because when the news was changing so quickly and we were in territory that was so foreign and alarming and unheard of. And I personally wanted to understand more about the visuals of mask wearing and empty streets and boarded up stores and these sort of apocalyptic imagery that I was kind of imagining but didn't have any descriptions of. And so I asked if JJ would, uh, we had been friends for several years, and I asked if he would come on to a few programs that I was doing elsewhere to just kind of talk about this from a description point of view. And those those events went really well. And we kind of reflected on it. And JJ kind of said, you know, I think we can build on this. And the more we talked about it, and the more we talked to other people, uh, and especially once we started producing the podcast and, and broadcasting it, it became so much clearer that there really had been a gap, a very significant one in how blind and low vision people consume news, because there's kind of this assumption, well, you know, there's talking heads, there's someone talking all the time. So there's no need for description, you're getting everything you need. But the truth is that behind that person, there's always visuals and um, social media works largely on exclusively on visuals. And so there's a whole realm of what's going on in the world that we were not part of that conversation. And so as we fleshed out the idea, and as we started releasing episodes, uh, it became really clear to us that there there really was a gap that we could could fill based on um, our our skill set and our rapport that we have together as as pals. And so the podcast kind of came out of um, the the changing strangeness of of COVID, but also the kind of friend friendly and working relationship that JJ and I already had. So you've been doing this podcast for a year, year and a half or so. Yes. And I take it JJ is fully cited because he seems to be the description part of these podcasts where you two interact about these various topics. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my gig. So Christine's the one who asks the questions. Uh, and, and you know, we also take questions from listeners as well, suggestions for episodes. And, uh, and, and all of that information is filtered through Chris. And she's the one, it's her curious mind that drives the show. And so she asks questions. I do my best to describe whatever it is that's missing. And then the, the conversation unfolds. You know, we, we talk about it being description-rich conversation. This isn't straightforward audio description. This isn't the kind of description that you would get if you were in a in an art gallery or something like that. We try to use, or I try to use as a trained describer, that skill set. And I try to use that approach. 
what we found in some of our early test pieces is that just uh, describing statically these movements that are happening in the world around us, these viral videos and, and news stories that are unfolding in real time, to apply pure audio description or visual description techniques to them in a static way was it just wasn't capturing it. It wasn't engaging. And so we adapted it and we kind of, we use that as our, as the, as the beginnings of our conversation, but we, we expand on it and we, and we talk about how it feels and how these visuals affect the person who is watching them. And some of that is, is driven by Chris. She asks what it feels like. And that gives me as a describer permission to, to tell, you know, that's not my place to say, here's what you need to know. It's, it's Christine's place to say, here's what I need to know. Can you fill in some of these gaps? And that's how the conversation unfolds. So for my part, uh, I have to be cited so that I can kind of bring that to the table. And I feel like I really have a dream job because so often when as a consumer of audio description, you've got all these questions around the edges or things you want more context of or things that mm, I'm thinking of, we did an episode on that included a fire tornado. And so I personally was able to say, well, can we just take a step back? And what is a conventional tornado look like. So even in audio description, there can be assumptions made about what you know, and what you don't about the world. And so as a totally blind person, there's lots of visuals that I don't have context for. And this is the place where I feel so fortunate, because I just get to listen and think and process and ask and then ask and then ask some more. And that's um, how our episodes usually unfold. So I feel so, so lucky that I get to be kind of the the, the voice of, of many people who have questions that don't get answered in conventional ways. Hearing what you're saying, I think about some of the recent events in the news where, you know, the visuals were more dramatic than the reporters were able to convey, like the recent hurricanes and the devastation in Louisiana. What kinds of topics have you been covering over the last year or year and a half? It's a huge range. Um, oh my goodness. It ranges from very serious and grave to more entertaining. So we we took a real risk. Our first episode, our very first episode was uh, talking about the George Floyd video. And so we really, uh, it was a big risk to do that. And it was very difficult to do and to listen to. And But it was what was current it's what what was going on so we felt that it was the right thing to do so we've we've covered um natural disasters we talked about the beirut explosion we've done an episode about the visuals of september 11th 2001 we've done episodes on climate change but then we've done really fun ones we've done an episode on dance and different styles of dance we've done the look of social media uh postal sorting machines, uh, the Northern Lights, constellations. Uh, so it's it's news driven, it's current events driven, and it's driven, of course, by what listeners request. But it's also driven just by the world around us. So last year, we did an episode on fall colors or going back to school in COVID times. And so it's contemporary life things that just come up every day. And so some of those might be very grave and very timely. I think we ended up doing a couple of episodes on the, the insurrection in Washington, D.C. last January. Um, but then we'll just sometimes we'll just have a conversational episode like 
how do you do jazz hands or what is it how do you summon a waiter how do what gesture do you use to get the attention of a server in a restaurant or conversational stuff like that so it's a real it's a real gambit and part of that is intentional for the audience but part of that is for our own sake as well because some of those topics are very intense and um when you dive into them as you need to do to describe so when jj has to describe something really traumatic and traumatizing it's hard and it's it's not quick it's not like you jj has a lovely example of when you're sighted you can sort of peek at something through your fingers and take it in in little little flickers and process it but if you're talking something through and or listening to the description of it it's intense and it you know looking away doesn't quite have the same meaning so you have to be with the material in a in an intense way so for our own sake as well we kind of vary the the subject matter from current and very uh substantive and difficult to current and a little more a little lighter yeah we generally have an ongoing list that we've added to you know ideas that'll pop into our heads from time to time and and primarily when we get requests from uh from listeners from uh, folks on Twitter or on Facebook. And we'll, so we'll keep an ongoing list and you know, somewhere uh, over the course of a weekend, we'll, we'll get in touch and we'll say, so what are we covering this week? And if there's anything happening in the news, anything pressing that jumps to the front of the line. Sometimes we've flagged things because we know it's coming up in the calendar. Halloween's coming up, for example. So we know we're going to want to cover that. And so we go through those, we go through, you know, a bit of a checklist, anything, anything pressing in the news right now, any kind of viral videos that need to be explained or described. And then we move to, you know, events on the calendar. If none of those things are up, great. Now we get to go to our list and we get to go to something fun like dance, which was a great and really challenging episode to do. It was that didn't have to fit into the, the calendar in any particular way. When we had a bit of a gap, um, we were able to do so. And we're finally getting to some of those pieces because so much of 2020 and early 2021 was I mean, there was a seemed like some kind of social disaster or uprising of some kind every single week. And we never had we, we had less time to slip in some of the fun stuff. So it's been a little bit nicer now that the, the news cycle isn't isn't quite as frantic. We can go back and kind of and take a deep breath and, and explore some of, uh, you know, some of the lighter stuff and some of the things that affect everyone's day to day life, but uh, aren't necessarily pressing in the moment. What I think is particularly interesting about your podcast is it's just not a list of static descriptions of some scene or something you're seeing, but you really give descriptions that tell about what the essence of what you're seeing is all about. I remember one particular podcast where you were talking about fonts and how the characters of the alphabet were displayed on printed material. And this is something that blind people don't generally see, but sighted people are seeing all the time, of course. And you described not only how the fonts looked, how the characters looked in terms of having the serifs and twisted around, et cetera, et cetera. But you also described sort of the history of the fonts is why they got that way and how they were used and what fonts were used for different purposes. So it was really a very special description that gave a lot of insight into the how and why of what you were seeing. 
This is my favorite thing about JJ is he comes with research. And before we started the podcast, um, one of the ways I got to know JJ's work, his professional side was uh, he started doing, I'm talking about you like you're not here, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it. Um, he, he was doing described walks in Toronto. So these were kind of like your conventional tourist walk, um, but they were geared towards blind and low vision people. And so there would be a prescribed route and JJ would guide, you know, a dozen or so community members. And so he was giving the visuals, but there was all of this great researched content. And so it, it was, to me, I loved it because I learned both sides. I learned some history. I got the visual description. And I, I always like to say this true thing, which is that JJ is a born storyteller. And so as soon as JJ starts talking about stuff, you just sit back and go, okay, I'm, I'm so chilled. I'm completely absorbed. And so that's <laughs> one of JJ's superpowers is he brings the description into the context. And that's why this is so fun uh, for us both, because you can't do that in a conventionally like a play or a tv show or a movie uh and that's why i feel like this podcast is is so much fun for both of us yeah it really is freeing to be able to do that and you know i could have just started to do some of that on my own and i have with you know as chris said with these tours and whatnot but but having permission from the community being asked questions by the community makes me feel like I'm responding to something that the content users and in Chris's case, a user creator are, this is, this is what is desired. This isn't just a, a sighted guy who thinks he knows what, what blind people want to hear. I'm really trying to do my best to respond to those questions. And so I, we're able to do that with this show. And, and I love, I mean, whether I'm doing the show or just walking around in the neighborhood or traveling and back in the, you know, the world when we were allowed to travel, I mean, I'm always doing that. I'm just looking at things and, and, and trying to figure out how they came to be. Like I remember when I was doing research for one of our neighborhood walks was walking through a neighborhood that's undergone lots of changes in Toronto called the annex. And I was trying to, to pick out why I could tell. I just knew that some of the houses had been broken up into apartments and some hadn't. And I could tell just by looking at it. And I had to think about, well, why? Like some of that was just instinctive as a sighted person who's lived in Toronto all his life. I just knew. And then I realized, well, you got to look at some of the clues. How many doorbells are there? How many mailboxes are there? Are there external staircases that have been, you know, stuck onto the side of the house? Or can you see something poking around the back? Or how many bicycles are, you know, things like that. So trying to tell stories, trying to figure out the hows and the whys based on the visuals. I, I totally dig that. And so having this opportunity to think about that stuff, to noodle through some of that stuff and to do so in conversation with a good friend. I mean, it's, it's absolutely dreamy. As hosts and producers of a podcast ourselves, we're certainly aware of how time-consuming it can be and how much work goes into each production. And it sounds like with your podcast, not only do you have a wide variety of topics, but they are very thoroughly researched, and then you have to put this all together. Can you give people an idea of what goes into making one of these episodes? Sure. So we, like I said, we start on the weekend, we, we come up with a topic and then usually Monday and Tuesday, that's when I start doing my research and my research is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get a few key questions from Chris. So, uh, you know, we'll pick the topic and I'll say, is there a direction uh, that I should be heading in? You know, are there specific elements of this 
the story or event or phenomenon that you want me to look at. And I'll take that information and I'll start doing my research. And, you know, I'll, I'll put in a couple of days of research. And then on Wednesdays, we record. And usually our recording sessions start with a good 45 minutes of chit chat, because that's just who we are. <laughs> and then, then, you know, we want to catch up with each other. And so we do a bit of that. We, we, you know, we get our conversation on and then we start, we hit record and we generally, you know, I would say we probably record about 40, 45 minutes of content. And then from there, it's Christine's job because Chris has asked the questions. I've told her what I, uh, what I know. And, you know, sometimes when we're recording, Christine asks questions that I don't have research for. She's got all kinds of questions. Uh, and I have to, you know, think on my feet. I do a little bit of Googling during our recording sessions. Then it's in, in Christine's hands. And she's the editor. And Christine decides, you know, how to tell that, the, the story that we're telling that week, how to get through all the content, what stuff I was saying was important, and what stuff was actually already known. That's okay. Thank you very much. And so Chris puts together the episodes. And uh, we release on uh, on Saturday mornings. We, we put out the episode generally in the neighborhood of uh, half an hour, but uh, sometimes they, they go as long as, as the full 45 minutes. Sometimes there are events that don't condense down to half an hour. As you guys know, it can be a little challenging sometimes. And that's the flow. And, we, and we've done one uh, every week for, I think, 70 weeks now. So we are, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've got a pretty, good, a pretty good rhythm going. And you guys have done a quality job of putting those shows together and interact very well. So I encourage other people to check it out and they're sure to find a topic that they might be interested in. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the podcast Talk Description to Me and how to contact Christine Malik and J.J. Hunt directly. Well, we talked a lot about the podcast Talk Description to Me, and maybe you can tell people how they can go about finding it. So it's available on all of the most famous podcast platform. So your podcast app of choice, look for Talk Description to Me. Our website is www.talkdescriptiontome.com. We are on Twitter as Talk Description. And our Facebook page is also Talk Description to Me. And we also have a Patreon page, which is a kind of crowdsourced way that you can support the show financially for as little as $1 per month. You can be <laughs> a financial supporter of the podcast, and we value each and every one of our patrons. And so um, it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. So that's www.patreon.com slash talk description to me. If anybody has a question for either of you, how would they reach you? Uh, our email address, which I should have mentioned, is talkdescriptiontome at gmail.com. So uh, any emails will reach us there, or you can follow us on Twitter at talkdescription, and you can ping us there, or our Facebook page, you can make a comment there too. So we love listener feedback. We truly do. Uh, we we love to hear what the podcast, you know, what gaps it's filling for you or requests for things that you would like to to hear described. Yeah, we get some great requests from uh, from our listeners and, and, you know, truly keep them coming so we can... Uh, we can keep that list nice and full. And we know we're answering questions that the community is interested in. So uh, yeah, email, uh, check in on Twitter or Facebook and, uh, and ask away. 
As usual, you can catch all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for show number 2148. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be having an encore presentation of an episode from about five years ago in which we interviewed Christine Malik about her experiences spending two years as a blind waitress in a dining-in-the-dark restaurant. She describes the dining and serving experience and what she learned both about herself and about her customers. We hope we'll catch you next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.